Hello, welcome to the Honest War Gamer. I'm your host, Rob. Welcome to Stream Street Day 418. <laughs> it's very lovely to see you all today. Thanks very much for joining me live. Listen to the podcast. Big love to you. I hope you're well. Uh, be you driving to or from work or going for a run or putting the kids to bed or whatever it is you do. I hope you're all really well. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, thanks for joining me today. Just me hanging out today, uh, painting up more terrain um i promise you i'm as bored as you guys are <laughs> this i really am and after 418 days not really sure what i've got left in the tank if i'm honest with you boys uh so unless there's some hot drama out there in the world just gonna be you and me guys talking about whatever we want to talk about today um i had a great show last night with the 40k guys nick and tom loved it Really, really fun. Obviously, loads of spicy content next week with all of the uh, Warhammer reveals coming out, which is really cool. Uh, still working on the terrain show, but just doing some graphics at the minute, so uh, to be finalized and finished. Um, writing event packs for 40k and Age Sigmar events is really fun, but not something really worth showing on stream. And so, to paint. Gentlemen, ladies, denizens of the court of the Honest Wargamer, uh, hello, how you all doing? Let's see who's here. K-Dread, what up? Tom the Hobbit, nice. Coral Dawn, thank you. Wargaming Dad, hope you're well. Uh, Mandolis, yes, all the way from Australia. Building Bellacore for a game in less than 12 hours. Mandolis, you got this. Jog PLC, hi, hey, hey, hey. Big love to you. Vivi Fresh. Um, Colonel Cabbage, what up? Sorry again, James. Oh my God, and Charlie, you're both wonderful people. Rambo Squirrel, currently uh, on a row machine trying to lose lockdown pounds. Something I need to also do as well. Uh, so Rambo Squirrel, congratulations. Keep going, you've got that. Uh, MJ Pegasus, good afternoon, you babe. What's happening? Uh, Diadrin, hey, hey, hey. Um, morning, that's a very large building, says at Kill Panic. Uh, Bonnie and Manchild, hi. Hi, I prefer terrain to Jukari apologists. <laughs> me too, baby, me too. Uh, Rob, love you too, bud. Uh, give me what do we think 40k reveals will be? Great question, I'll ask that. I'll answer that in a minute. Uh, Oripa, need advice, but he wants to game against my KO. He says he wants the tough list, but I don't want to absolutely keep his dick in. He plays Bone Reapers. How do I make it a fair game without making bad decisions? Oh, Reaper, I think if he wants a tough list, then just do the tough list. Like, you know, be very clear with what can happen. Um, you know, uh, I guess one of the easiest things to do is if you get the choice to go first, you could either give the turn away or take the turn. Taking the turn with KO generally puts you in a disadvantageous position going into two uh, because you don't want to get doubled in melee. Um, but it depends how strong your alpha is. If you're running Zifflin spell in a bottle, then, you know, it's going to go that way. Uh, hey, get hooked. Uh, Jim Oconius. Uh, hey, winner Dave. Loads of love for you. Uh, Archeon's chosen afternoon. What are your thoughts on Jukari Arata only being on the app? Oh, uh, great question. Let me just tell you what I'm painting before we get on. You guys can see here, this is a dwarven brewery, uh, is what this is. It's actually uh, two parts to this piece of terrain. The other part, uh, you can see here, there's kind of um, some like I don't know, connections, uh, really, some pipes. So there are two silos that attach to this. And then uh, I don't know if you saw me in the earlier months painting up some barrels. So uh, there's going to be a dwarven, a dwarven tavern on the dwarven board uh, with some silos. And then over there, um, I've got a bunch of barrels that I'm eventually going to put around the base and stuff. So very much looking forward to that. It's going to look really sweet. So uh, yeah, this is what I'm painting up at the minute. Uh, just while you guys are wondering what it is. I mean, we could make up stories that it's a brothel or whatever we <laughs> want. Uh, but we'll do that in the future. Uh, hey, I'm Iso. Hey, hey, hey. Um, 
uh, MJ Pegasus. Save them. Save them, MJ Pegasus, because you can use them. Uh, I'll talk to you about that in a minute. Uh, question, what are your thoughts on the Jukari Arata only being on the app? Is that the case? Like, like, has the Arata only been on the app? It hasn't been released publicly? Um, uh, like, so it's not available on the website? Is, is, that, is that, like, factual? Uh, in which case, I think that's a bad decision. And uh, in keeping with me not talking about Games Workshop as much as possible, um, uh, I'm sure that it'll be updated on Wahapedia eventually and Battlescribe, and that's where I'll access it as opposed to in any other format. Um, uh, does the Dwarf Town have a stable? <laughs> no, it does not, oh, Reaper. <laughs> Are they brewing stout? Great question, Kadred, potentially. Um, my Stormcast Eternals may ask for a tough pre nerf Snesh list. Immediate regret followed. <laughs> 40k will be Battle Sisters and Orcs, I suspect, maybe another campaign. But Scott B, I, so yeah, what do we think is going to be the 40k releases? Uh, I probably would agree with everything Scott B has said there. Orcs, definitely, because they've been showcasing them. Mechanicum, because we know uh, those things have been leaked. Demons, um, and then potentially some sort of. Um, uh, some sort of. Uh, campaign book as well continuing on with their book of rust style releases which is pretty wild um but yeah more, more and more codexes i think they're going to announce i think that's going to be the key focus thanks to kid with sits for resubscribing um uh but only in the app but free or only in that behind a paywall so it's got to be i don't know that's that's uh, we're asking uh we'll ask uh, sorry again who brought it up in a moment um so we have to buy the app to get erratas uh shadow sun uh, we don't know yet hold on let's just uh i'm like let's see uh what the actual situation is so secret villain is going to be warhammer tv is 899 a month <laughs> it's not going to be that hey let's talk about some positive news right let's jump into some positive news two great pieces of news one of those coming out of warhammer tv someone who i think is brilliant louise sugden wonderful person who uh when i was at games workshop was always really kind to me um and who uh uh, was funny, great person, and um, uh, um, and was and is very very talented. All of her social media posts for all of her like painting and stuff, amazing. Has become like a new painting presenter. Thank you to Jacob Berry for get, gifting five gift subscriptions. Very lovely of you, Jacob Berry. Very lovely of you indeed. I think you're the gift subscriber lead total dude. You're like the winner at the moment. So that's uh. I got your ass. I got your ass. I'm I'm currently doing, um, in honour of Jacob Berry and his gift subscription. There, uh, this this brewery, this dwarven brewery, uh, shall be known as uh, Jacob's Ass, or maybe uh, something not Jacob's Hammer, or something. That's what the name of the pub shall be on the event map. Um, so thank you very much, Jacob Berry. There you go. That's what that should be called. Um, uh, Gitli, she comes across very well. She seems very genuine. Yeah. Wonderful person, and I think a great person to be a Warhammer TV presenter. I think really great. Uh, so great positive news for us as a community, uh, because Games Workshop are putting someone in charge who's got like this the skills. If she just does painting, I talked about this uh, in a chat I was in the other day. I would love to see Games Workshop like kind of like farm out their their not their painting tutorials. So I would like a how to paint like the box art sort of guy. You put that with someone super bland like Nick Baton and he could just like crack on with his life, whatever. Uh, and then how to do like a more realistic kind of like, you know, a weathered version of the model. 
And I think that would be really, really fun. And Peachy's like really talented. He could do something like that very simply. And I think that would be really cool. Um, and then, uh, then just how to do something wacky and zany with the model. And Louise kind of fits into that perfectly as well. Um, like her paint style, like really kind of suits that. So does her like creative kind of element. Uh, so just excellent. So great piece of news for us as community members. Something worthwhile watching. They've also hired a lady. So uh, great work there on that representation. Although I don't think um, uh, she was hired because she was a lady. I think that the fact that she is a lady is a bonus and she's very quality in what she does. So that's great. Um, uh, Louise is a great shout. Hoping we get some cool videos of paint scar rather than having to adopt the tooth and coach method. Says so Scotty. Agreed with that. Uh, Jacob's cudgel. All right, that's what we call it. The under the table in. I'll let him choose. He could just uh, <laughs> box art can eat an ass, and not the fun eating an ass either. Um, uh, some of us eat ass. Is the right? <laughs> some of us, some of us are, are, are down for whatever. Let's put it that way. Um, so that's a good piece of news. Another great piece of news is for our Australian brothers and sisters who play a bit of Age of Sigmar. The uh, the Rune Axe Championship, I think, is run by Gabe. Uh, but either like it must be because Rune Axe is his brand. Uh, Rune Axe Championships. So it's a te- four-man teams event sold out in under two minutes. 120 players sold out in two minutes earlier today. Very excited for all of those guys. Wonderful people. Uh, great crew. Uh, really happy that uh, they've got an event that sold out so quickly in that team format. Absolutely excellent. So uh, real, real positive vibes there. Um, I've seen those, these brushes, these cheap ass brushes that I'm just using to just paint this. Yeah. <laughs> Gabe's a great man. Great name. Uh, Gabe is a great guy. You'd really like Gabe. Gabe's super lovely. We've had him on the show before. Uh, I met him in real life. He's nothing like a genuine, like up and down human being. Uh, and everyone around him is as well. Like just a great group of people. Uh, so really, really fun. Uh, like just like all the Aussies. Like just, just, just a whole bunch of them. Um, even the people that think our objective markers bend in the post. I mean, they're wrong. Like flat wrong. Um, but you know, I don't know how everyone in all of the European countries and everyone else in Australia and America has had no problem with them, but you haven't. That's fine. You can be a knuckle-dragging backwater hillbilly. That's cool with me. Um, you're absolutely destroying that brush. <laughs> like, who gives a shit? Like, I'm just painting on, like, uh, a base coat. But I pre- this is a brush that costs, I think, like, 50p or whatever it was. It's not like a, a pro brush, but thanks for helping. Um, if I get to choose, I'd like to name it Joe's Pub Garno. For God's sakes. Fine. Fine. That's the name of the pub. Um, that is the name of said pub. Although it's not it's not a pub, it's a tavern. It's a tavern. A mighty tavern. Morning, Marty Ahoy. Um, hey, Gitley, what's going on? Uh, I have a big question, if you like. As an avid player, how do you prepare and transition to a new edition of a game? Okay. Are we talking about Age of Sigmar 3? Uh, there's a bunch of emotions that you're going to naturally go through between new editions. You're going to be trepidatious, so you're going to lose a lot of hobby mojo. You're not going to be sure what you want to pick up or um, what you want to continue on with your projects because you're not sure if your projects are even going to work as a gamer. Um, uh, my good friend Joe Pagano, I saw him earlier on say uh, that one of the things that he intends to do is stop collecting lots of different armies and instead have a big collection of a single army. It's a nice way to go about it so you can pivot around. We talked about that on the show a little bit last night. Uh, Nick and Tom both suggesting that one of the best ways to play is pick an army and just play it for three years. Uh, or play it for a very long time. 
my pushback on that was obviously what if both of your armies or one of your armies is just terrible for the rest of the edition there isn't really an answer to that it's just take a kick in and that's a bit hard when you kind of want to be in the competitive environment and you know you'd like to do well and and everything is based like there's so much dick measuring oh you won one event you must be brilliant like um you know but you won it with whatever like smooth brain like uh list is op at the time like obviously 40k conversation is currently about jakari uh that's a bit hard because then you know people kind of like don't respect your opinion because you haven't done well I imagine that there's people like Lawrence from Tabletop Tactics. I've actually spoken to him about this before. This was way back when I was at Warhammer TV. And he said he felt a lot of pressure to do well at events because obviously like a lot of what he does is based off if you do well. And I'm sure the Art of War guys feel the same. And I'm sure there's a bunch of other people who feel the same. I've truly also felt that pressure. But thankfully, I've got people like Nathan Prescott in my corner. And we just like, he's just like, let's roll dice, have fun. And I'm like, I get it. Um... <laughs> Uh, I know a lot of people are not currently interested in the game with the new edition on the horizon. Yeah. So how do you overcome that kind of like um, that feeling? And I think that you could catch up on the lore. That's something really fun. You could take a break. There's nothing wrong with that. You could just give yourself like a few months where you're just like, do you know what? I'm going to nope out for a month or two. Go find something else that you find really fun and passionate or that you enjoy. You know, just give yourself a little refresher uh, because, you know, people can get hobby burnout and then just be like, as soon as I start hearing about stuff, I'll get in. I think the worst time, if I want to be like crystal clear about it, the worst time for the hobby is when you get drip fed the information by Games Workshop. I hate that phase because you're just like, just tell me the whole thing. What I want right now is I want... um, like, so we got the announcements for, like, for Age of Sigmar next week, obviously. I just want them to be like, Age of Sigmar 3. Be like, sweet. They'll be like, it's June, July, whatever date. Be like, nice. You'll be like, we're not going to talk about it before then. I'll be like, fucking mint. Absolutely brilliant. Like, I don't want to hear, like, you'll be like, it's got Stormcasting Orcs or whatever it's going to be, or Stormcasting Grots. Like, there's a general kind of conversation that I think people are having at the moment. It's like, it's those things. You'll be like, mint. That sounds great. Like, hit me up at that time. But they're going to be like, no, here's a tiny story like for fuck's sake and i'm not getting involved in it this time it's just too much it's just a bunch of ball ache uh so that bit gets me down but i'm excited about it i don't know about everyone else but i'm excited about it like i'm just like hit that refresh come out of lockdown let's all party let's play games very excited for that i'm in um casually takes forever to finish an army i'm not excited by a new addition says uh gross sacks well why are you not excited as a casual who a casual, a casual who takes forever to finish army. Why are you not excited about a new edition? It's an interesting question. Uh, well, I'd like an answer to because it's an interesting point. Um, uh, intern Matt. <laughs> intern Matt and Jacob Berry. Oh, you ran a big tournament for two years poorly. Right, it's a couple articles that you're going to have to edit the fuck out of or put a new one day later to cover the damage you're doing. Thanks. <laughs> Scott B, definitely a bit wary of adding uh, to existing armies. I'd like... Quite like a second turtle, for example, but with a new edition and probably a new book, it makes me wary. New projects are free of that, as it takes me to a good year to get an army done. Scott B. I think Scott B, truthfully, because your Ideneth army is beautiful, talented bastard, just do them, man. Just do one and just have it in your army. Like, I like I wouldn't be too stressed about it. Like, because, um, I mean, like, you're right. I mean, it's either, like, either your turtles are going to be, like, playable or 
like they're going to be Sylvaneth bad. Like he's really just between those two places. They just are or aren't playable. And I know that that's I don't know. It's a it's a difficult one. Like I was speaking to the guys about last night. It's it's a it's a tough place for everyone to be in. Just fucking just do one, man. It'll be fun. Uh, pray for a Ram Ranch leak, of course. If they give us nine bits of info for ninth when announcing its release, do we get three bits of info for AOS three? <laughs> yeah, that would work. Um, it's their favourite phase, which is why they draw it out. It's when they have the most competence relative to the community, and it's the tenuous at best as body match. What are some good and bad reasons to pick up an inevitable new AOS box set? Says Kill Panic. What are some good and some bad reasons to pick up the inevitable new AOS box set? I suppose the bad reasons are that the book is probably out of date very quickly. But another good, like the law, the law, uh, the law kind of like setting in uh, or setup in Age of Sigmar 2 was great, brilliant, really good, really, really positive. I would pick up uh, the starter box and intend to pick up the starter box probably for that box, for that book alone. Uh, but. Uh, I would say picking up the starter box is problematic if you don't plan on doing a Stormcast army um, or plan on doing whatever the other army is because you've just got some to toys, which is cool. But, like, why are you, are you... Only pick it up if you're doing those armies. Otherwise, just get the book. Like, isn't where I'm at. Um, so I would say the good reasons to pick up the box, you get the book, which is cool, and uh, you get to collect the armies that you want to collect, which is great. But I wouldn't pick up the box if I wasn't, like... It's weird. Like, not everyone's doing a Stormcast army, so why are you picking up that box, I guess? Hey, Pete Pratt, what up? Um, I army swap with my mate and try out new stuff so we can focus on playing just having fun rather than focus on the leaks. Good call. Uh, Rob, new stuff on Sacrus Moon and Patreon now. Looks like uh, Asian-themed terrain. You interested? Hawkeye, very interested. Uh, the Sacrus Mundus stuff is... Sacrus Mundus stuff is what I've printed a lot of 40k stuff until Shadow Sun, who's in the chat, has started uh, designing some stuff. Um, uh, I don't think for me, but he started designing some stuff that we've been printing out, and it's brilliant. Uh, so really cool. Most of this stuff that I've printed here or I'm using is from printablescenery.com, uh, but Sacrus Mundus and some other people have done some really nice stuff. Um, I couldn't afford it. There's a, there's a bunch of Chaos Dwarf scenery on Lost Kingdom miniatures, uh, but the files are just too expensive. I couldn't really justify them. Um, but... Uh, I had this like sick delight to this vision of just printing an entire Chaos Dwarf board and making Nathan play on it. <laughs> Never we played games. <laughs> so um, I didn't go through with it though, because I mean I might still go through with it because that would be super fun. <laughs> Uh, do we think it'll be an Indomitus-style release? Uh, new box, which is not actually a starter box. Diadrian, I think it will be. I don't know why the Indomitus box is even the style that it is. For Age of Sigmar people who might not have kept abreast, it was uh, like a launch box, but in no way their starter box, which is really weird because... Um, and I think, I, was beca I think it's because they might be moving away from the starter boxes completely. Maybe, because they're quite expensive, aren't they? Like and maybe they're just doing those battle force boxes now. I expect most of the Age of Sigmar start collecting boxes to go away. That makes loads of sense. So if anyone 
has had their eye on a start collecting box for a while or think that they're really good value, probably now would be the time to pick them up because if you guys didn't track the trend with 40k, it went from um, they had start collecting boxes as well. They've got away now for these battle force boxes or like kind of starter boxes. And I imagine Age of Sigmar will get exactly the same treatment. So uh, something to be conscious of for everyone. Um, uh, Vard Atumbar, uh would love to start an AOS army, but too much 40k still to paint. Then just get it painted, man. Don't forget, it doesn't have to look great. Just get some colours on it, get it on the tabletop, play some games and have some fun with your friends. Uh, Shadow Sun, that's awesome, man. That's super sweet. I'm going to message you after. Um, uh, there will be lots of opportunities picking up multiples of the army on in line as folk get rid of what they don't want, says MJ Pegasus. Yes, eBay will be a delight during that time when the box comes out. Uh, starter boxes don't cause FOMO. Super limited edition boxes cause FOMO, says Scott B. And he's right. Um, uh, so we're still... Do we, 40k bros in the chat, are we, do we have everything available from the Indomitus box now as a, as our own, like as a, a, as a box you can buy? Like, can you buy eradicators individually in a box? I think so. And the bikes. I think you can buy everything from the starter box, but it wasn't like the month after or even three months after. I think it was like six months. Heavy intercessors weren't in the boxes though, right? Um, yes, but one of the sprues is 89 pounds. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, you can buy the marine characters for like 80 quid or something nuts uh, no you can't buy bikes you can't buy bikes um, yes you can get all the Indomitus stuff but you can't get the two main baddies from Dark Imperium <laughs> okay <laughs> first two start boxes were amazing uh, yeah they were great boxes uh, no actually no I gotta push back on that the, the second starter box was a bit of a rip off because you couldn't build units out of the Nighthorn half. They were incomplete units, which was weird. They were like an odd number of models, so you couldn't build a whole army out of them. Super weird uh, in the, the starter box for AOS 2. Um, but yeah, heroes are on one spruce, I think. Um, uh, yeah, it was three out of five evocators. Uh, yeah, like 16 dryads and start collecting silver Yeah, <laughs> Yes, like that. Um, uh, Monday before Hawkeye is the it's the Monday before, so uh, I don't know where we're at with that conversation. Um, we're somewhere, which is nice. <laughs> I appreciate all of you. Uh, yeah, Soul Wars was a weird box when it comes to model count. Yeah, Stormcast Eternals had this weird number also in other boxes. Horrible practice, Marcus Rock. I agree. AOS one set had three paladins when they came in fives. There you go. Uh, Chuckabert, he still can't get Lord Relic to Stormcast character that came in AOS one starter box separately. Can you buy? You can buy him in the start collecting Stormcast box, though, Chuckleboy. And there should be a billion on eBay, I think. Warcrawls say that it can contain any number of models. Tom Hobbit. <laughs> That's true because we're the problem is a lot of us competitive players, or even just us players who play garage style games, um, we forget often that it's the burgeoning and heavy um, uh, open play scene where you can take any number of models that really are affecting uh, the War Scroll writing and unit choices inside boxes. That's our fault for applying competitive play to what is mainly an open play game. Um, why do they do the weird numbers thing? I'm, I'm trying really hard not to talk about Games Workshop in any way. Like, because uh, they, cause they, like, I'm just going to do an exclamation mark Nightbot thing in the chat because they're bad. End conversation. Um, uh, and let's just carry on having fun and talking about cool shit. Cool shit. Uh, right. Uh, I, this came up yesterday in the uh, the chat, uh, if you were listening to the 40k show, and I, I, I suggest you do, because those guys are great, Nick and Tom. 
Um, we're talking about teams. So uh, on the back of the Runax uh, uh, event, which is a, an Age of Sigmar team event, four-man team event uh, happening uh, over in Australia, amazing uh, that they sold out in two minutes. I just think it's a great way to play. Talk to me uh, in the Twitch chat, pros and cons. Like what you like about them, what you maybe even don't like about them. I think that's interesting. And why Why maybe it's more of an issue. Like, because we talked about it last night. It doesn't seem to be a big culture of it yet in 40K. And I think that it would be a cool way to for it to be a big... Uh, I think it'd be a cool thing for it to be a big thing in 40K, basically. So I'd love to know what you guys think. Um, what's a baby horse called? Is it, I don't know. What is a baby horse called? Does anyone know? <laughs> Play some recently wrote uh, Aragorn to the Mixed Death, uh, the dead of our to get him. <laughs> As a narrative channel, it's likely doesn't matter to any of us anyway. Good point, Rob Kelly. Appreciate you. Uh, a foal? A foal. Uh, to those in the chat, the reason Games Workshop did low models for each unit was to give more variety. Uh, okay. I don't know if that's true, Mad Dollies. Uh, I think they're just bad at stuff, is the simple answer. But like, we'll take that. That's fine. Whatever. Whatever anyone wants to say is cool with me. Um, still boggles my mind it isn't three uh, five-man teams for clear game wins uh, as a first tiebreaker, says Rambo Squirrel. Yeah, I can kind of understand that. I think I think that there's... Um, I don't know. I, I, a four-man team seems to just make sense in my head. Uh, but I understand, like, from a math perspective, like, fives. But it's really easy to, like, identify a winner. It's very, very, very hard. I, oh, I guess the thing that you're talking about is because Age of Sigmar scoring is pretty granular. But with secondaries, um, like the auxiliary objectives, uh, I think it's really easy to produce a winner and not draw around. Um, uh, they give you low model counting units so you can give you half the amount and still charge you three quid. <laughs> hey, Ziggy! Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, um, uh, team events seem like a good way for groups of elite players to bully everyone else's kill. <laughs> I mean, those elite players are going to bully you in singles events anyway. You're just not going to have anyone to hold your hand as it's happening. So I think having a team event works really nicely. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> um, uh, pros, you get to play with your friends. Cons, you need friends. Uh, so, like, I think the good thing about teams is it allows you to get some friends. Do you know what I mean? Like, just start like, like, hey, does anyone want to get a team together? That's cool. What's our team name? That's wicked. Who wants to do a logo? All right, you did it on MSS Paint. That's fine. Like, what's our team philosophy? You know, get drunk, have fun. Like, awesome. You know, I think just teams are just the one, basically. Um, and so uh, I'm looking forward to attempting to attend some team events with my pals, which would be really cool. I'd like that. I think that would be really fun. And also hosting some team events so other people can just have fun with their pals. That's the plan. Um... Teams are a great way to play, but I think it could be a turn-off for newer players that don't know anyone in their community yet. So Rob Kelly, super fair. Super fair. But then wouldn't... Oh, yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah, yeah. The pairing system works best for even-numbered players. Rambo Squirrel. Pete, good point. Uh, Rib has obviously never formed a team. <laughs> uh, con, if your friends snore and you have to share a room. Rambo Squirrel. That is a con. But thankfully not one I have to worry about uh, because I'm, I'm, the, I'm the snorer. Um... Any ticket? Any tickets still available at TSN? Only for forty k teams at the moment. Until I put more tickets out for more events. Um, but like, I, it's more. It's less to do with the the um, the honest wargamer events and and more to do with like the rune acts and then the forty k stuff. I just think teams are a cool way to play, basically. 
and uh, and I'm there for it. And I think like the pairing process, I just think it makes it all just a bit more interesting. I think it's also more interesting. Like it's more interesting because like like what what like um. Uh, talking about the Drakari thing, like <laughs> they were one of the suggestions was just don't get paired into them and hope. Like that's a fucking terrible, terrible way. Hey, I'm gonna go. Uh, where you got, where you off to, sweetie? I'm gonna go um, away for the weekend and have fun, play this game. That sounds fun. Um, what uh, what are you hoping? Well, I'm just mainly hoping I don't run into this one army or I won't have fun. Like terrible, terrible. Um, Random teams like the United Nations at ETC helps get to know people and a group of attracts more hangers-on, right? Yeah, I think uh, there should be like an LFG uh, looking for Warhammer group. LFWG uh, or LFWT probably. Looking for Warhammer team uh, that we should set up. and be, or People should try and organize themselves their own little teams. I think it would be cool. What do you guys think of this so far? Look at that. The hoose. The hoose is lovely. It's going to be full of Scottish dwarves. They'll be like, nay. I'm actually genetically half Scottish. Uh, little little side note for everyone, um, if anyone's for some reason interested in that. <laughs> I don't know why you would be, but I've said it now, so fucking there you go. Um, uh, that, it's not a barn. It's a pub. It's a pub, you bastards. Look, it's a pub. That looks wicked. See, look, they come out there drunk, and then there's a little pipes there. It's going to be wicked. Pro, people who love the meta, me, get to do pairings, and those who don't care just get to play games and might just dodge horrible matchups. Rambo Squirrel. Agreed. The pairing process is super fun. Um uh, yeah. It the pairing process is really fun, and I agree with Rambo Squirrel on that front. I think that makes it a really enjoyable time for everyone. Uh Rob looks <laughs> too much overhead around teams for me, says Prop Joe. AOS is a dad game after all, so Many even finding enough people to form team is a hassle due to commitments, not knowing many other players IRL. So Prop Joe, uh, the AOS is a dad game. Uh, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Uh, <laughs> so uh, when I did a load of martial arts, um, I got uh, I, I was in like this instructor program and what you had to do every month, you had to go away and you had to answer, you had to do essays basically on, on different martial arts and stuff. One of the ones I got, uh, one of the ones I got given once is um, I got had to go and look at BJJ. Uh, so uh, mainly the Gracies, if anyone's aware of what I mean, so Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and the, the dominance of the Gracies, uh, specifically in UFC. One of the really interesting kind of takeaways um, from that, that there was a stat going around, or more importantly, a quote. I think it was from Roycey Gracie, um, but I can't remember at this point because it was many years ago. And one of the interesting points uh, <laughs> is a daddy game. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Sircon, for resubscribing. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, what's going on? Where are my Chaos Wars, Rob? On the way. Yeah, just get with it. Um, so, anyway, a quote that was going around. From uh, at the time was that all street fights or all fights? I can't remember the quote specifically. It was either all street fights or all fights end on the ground, or ninety nine percent end on the ground. Yeah, which uh, is interesting. Well, it's super interesting as a doorman uh, for several years. Not my experience in any way, shape, or form. It mainly ended with uh, some youth running away telling me he was going to kill me at like 80 feet <laughs> in no way on the ground um however uh how's that fuck me he's talking about something i understand <laughs> anyway right um so my pushback in my essay was 
uh, that that really was only relevant uh, to the Gracies because the Gracies are BJJ fighters. And if you guys aren't aware, that means grappling and ground fighters more specifically. I imagine if you ask the same question of a boxer or a tie boxer, uh, it would be in a right hook or a tie kick or something similar that would, um, you know, relate to that. If you ask someone who did karate, uh, they'd tell you I, they've never seen the end of the fight because they were unconscious on the ground. That's just a martial arts joke for people who are really into, uh, uh, like, how bad that is as a martial arts system. Anyway, my point is, to bring it back, oh, thank you to Hish Horsey. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> for donating £6.69 to the show that's really good appreciate you uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right okay um, uh, yeah appreciate you is um, oh, where was my point is that the problem when you ask a, con- a question inside your own bubble uh, or about your own specialization is that you generally tend to end up with uh, you generally tend to end up with an aberrant kind of piece of information that does isn't actually true. So to to quote my friend Donal, me and him were talking about it yesterday. Uh, like data can be made to say anything, uh, and that wasn't even data. That was just an anecdotal kind of expression by someone who's considered to be particularly good at something. Right. Anyway, so. Age of Sigmar is a dad game, is relatable to everyone in the dad demographic. And if you can if you are in context, no, sorry, context. If you are in the bubble and sphere of influence, who people of people who you think are very relatable to dads who play Warhammer, then you are going to be in that demo. Whereas if you are more on the raggedy end, let's say or even the old-ass end, let's put it on another end, or wherever, um, there's probably some grounds for that not being the case. Uh, what I'm trying to say is that that is a quote that works for the people it works for, but I don't think it relates to everyone. Um, there we go. Uh, my daughter, Seven, is interested in martial arts. Any advice what would be good for Warhammer Rob? Yes, uh, tie boxing or... Um, uh, if you can find a good Jeet Kune Do instructor, which I very doubt, very much doubt, like they're very rare. Rare Thai boxing's great, really good uh, physicality. Um, it's really quick, really smart. Teaches you all the basics. Good, great footwork. So uh, that would be my. That was probably the easiest one to pick up. Not boxer size. Nope. Uh, so pick that up. And if not, if you can find a good Jeet Kune Do instructor, then I'd suggest that if you could. Um, I practice Muay Thai and BJJ, says Gorkamorka, and a lot of my fights end with me grappling and throwing a knee into their ribs and throwing them uh, like a bag of dirt. There you go. See? <laughs> like, all of that applies to what he's doing. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, the 40k training uh, given to me under Master at Nikos, says Baron AJ, has changed me. I no longer see other people, just estimated range of primary and secondary VPs. Uh <laughs> them <sighs> thank you to hish horsey again for donating two pounds 69 to the show it's very much appreciated uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh yeah 
I wouldn't do judo. Judo, like judo's fine. Judo's a great martial art. Like it's it's okay, but it, it doesn't. It's not going to teach you any striking. Like, and you can learn grappling while doing Thai boxing. Thai boxing is pretty much one of the most complete systems you can go for. Uh, so just do that. Like, or find a Jeet Kune Do instructor. But that's that's more intense for kids. It's probably more of an adult way to learn. Um. Anyway, my point about the AC might be a a dad game. I just don't agree with that. Is where I'm at. I'm not a dad. Yeah. Like a bunch of the guys I know aren't dads. A bunch of the guys I know are dads. So the it varies, basically. Just because that's the case in some places doesn't mean it's it's universal. And the problem is, the more that it's only made accessible to that demographic, then it it uh, pushes everyone else out of that um, environment as well. Like you know, like we talked uh, earlier on in the week about there being only weekend events. Well, that pushes out all service people. Like so, if events were, if events were midweek, then people who work in the service industry or work in the event industry or whatever else happens at weekends uh, means that they've got access to play. Like when you go out at the weekend, there's an infrastructure that exists so that you can be out at the weekend. Like those people are people; <laughs> they would like to play earlier in the week. I'm sure. Um. Uh. Thanks very much, uh, Mandolis. Appreciate you. Uh, I have to book holidays to events to script. Yeah, world. No, not that. Uh, I have a brown belt in Shoko Karate about your comment hurts because they're true. <laughs> sorry, Pedro. Sorry, Pedro. Like, that's, that's, I'm sorry, bud. I, if it helps you, I did uh, karate when I was a kid uh, and I had to unlearn all the fuckery that they taught me uh, when I became an adult and learning. So. Uh, drunk style boxing is the only way. Nathan Prescott <laughs> is exactly the person. But can we not? I don't like talking about the martial arts stuff because it gets too, it gets a bit too male and a bit too like aggressive, and I don't like that um, at all. Like that conversation, so we'll kind of skip it. Uh, if it, it kind of, it's not, it's not something I feel particularly comfortable about talking about online um, uh, to any degree. So we'll we'll move it off. Wax on, whack off is the right way of doing it. Um, I always forget to tune at 12. Yes, Colleru, what's going on? So, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, that's it. What other stuff? I think going back to an earlier question, what stuff can you do to prep for a new edition? Um, clear out your hobby space. That's something you can do. If you're finding yourself not very motivated to hobby at all, this is the time to clear up your hobby space, make an inventory of all the models you've got. There's a great bunch of ways to do that. There's a there's a my figure case is a way of doing it. They've and they've just started doing um, uh, ways to track your 40k games as well inside my figure case, uh, which I think is really interesting. So there's that. Um, you could clean yeah clean up your hobby space. You could get all of your like books and all your stuff into order, which is really fun. Uh, you could catch up on the narrative, which I think is something good as well. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, someone please stop me from buying five Chaos Spawn. Don't buy five Chaos Spawn. Buy anything else and convert them into Chaos Spawn. Chaos Spawn are disgusting. They're terrible old models. Don't give anyone your money for them. Buy anything else. Buy a third-party Chaos Spawn. Buy anything other than Chaos Spawn. Um, book an event so you have to paint an army anyway, says Rambo Yeah, you've got it. Um, carry on regardless, painting what you fancy. It's just another option. Like, you could just do that. You could just carry on uh, with exactly what you want, which I think is good. Oh my god, stop it, Colory. Uh, <laughs> let's hobby, Bobby. Let's go, Tristan. What's happening? 
uh, practice uh, clicking and checking out to make sure you get uh, one in the 6.3 minutes it's available. Says <laughs> to redact it. Well, I mean, that is something you can do to prep for the new edition is uh, get yourself that My Warhammer account that you need uh, and get ready to like, you know, maybe, I mean, you've got a few months. Learn how to create those bots or use a bot clicker that automatically purchases stuff for you. Uh, that's something that exists in the world. Um, you know, sell a few things on eBay to get your selling, rate or selling rating up. Uh, so when you do scalp a bunch of the boxes and you make three or four different My Warhammer accounts um, and then you, you sell them on the stock market on third party, you, like, you've got loads of time. You've got loads of time to learn how to scam the system and take advantage of it. There you go. That's my advice. I made a chaos bomb by rolling a bunch of millipoot into a ball of sticky bits on it. <laughs> and still better than the Games Workshop one. Uh, uh, 27 beasts of Nurgle ship, let's go. Wow, Nurgle Matthew. Wow. I hope you're doing some sort of kit bashing so they don't all look the same. Or I want you to make them look like footballers. I can't decide. Uh, play all the stuff you never played because it was bad as it won't matter and may change, says Rumble Squirrel. Yeah, I agree. Everyone just get your Charybdises out, which is the important point. Um, uh, I refuse to subject my nice pretty army to having to suffer a unit full of my horrific green stuff skills. I mean, you just chaos spawn in the worst. Oh, if we get a new demons, if we get a new Bellacor, you would. Oh, we didn't even get a new demon prince, did we? We got Bellacor. Bellacor has to be like part of a range, right? They didn't just slap a Bellacor together. There has to be like a demons of chaos range coming out. Has to be like thinking it through. Um, they can't just be like one random demon. Like, what the fuck? Uh, oh, the Drukari FAQ just went live. Oh my god. Uh, an FAQ react. Let's go find out. Warhammer community. Will this have fit? Will this have fixed the win rate? How will the competitive 40k community respond? Let's go have a look at it, shall we? Let's go see what we're looking for here. Uh, yeah, if anyone's got the link, that would be mint. But uh, let me just go click it. Da, 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 da. FAQs. FAQs. 40k. Drukari and Arata. Here we go. Uh, and a Piety and Pain Arata as well. Interesting. So here we go. Oh, it's not much. <laughs> oh, maybe it's good. Maybe it's good. Hold on. I'll try and get it on the screen for you guys. Give me but moments. Uh, Twitch chat, give me but moments. Um, image. Here we go. Podcast guys. You're dealing with it, podcast guys. I believe in you. Right. Here we go. Uh, let's go see what this thing says. Uh, Boosh. The reaction. Uh, so liquefies are fired, apparently. Uh oh. <laughs> Right, Diabolical, after this model set up on the battlefield, first time, choose one of the below. Uh, doesn't matter. Um, Agile Hunters, if a unit with obsession with combat drugs ability has the Hypex ability, I do set the unit's move characters to two, so that's fine. Uh, if you, so they have changed some points values. Uh, Reavers, uh, who were 10 points, they've FAQ'd to 20. Um, uh, Uh-oh, <laughs> does the... Okay. Each time this warlord makes an attack, reroll a wound roll instead of one. Uh, Master Nemesign. Is that the effect of the succubus or not? 
That's the question. Um, Woohoo! Yeah, no changes to liquefiers. The main issue from the book uh, was the book of rust anyway. Okay. Blasters are cheaper on the bikes now. Um, enhance, enhance. <laughs> uh, okay, so it looks like no changes. Uh, they did fix Reavers so that they weren't 10 points, they're 20 points, but no one played them that anyway. Uh, and then they, Fighting Pain, they just changed uh, the price of a plasma pistol. Uh, okay. Doesn't seem to be much, if I'm honest. Um, Scar <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Isn't it the guys from Tabletop Tactics who play tested it? Like, <laughs> wasn't it those guys? Uh, <laughs> uh, the succubus problem is from the Book of Rust. Thanks, Colonel Cabbage. Well, then maybe we're waiting for the uh, the Book of Rust uh, update. Let's see. Drakari one's up there. Let me just see if they've, uh, if there's a Book of Rust one that's just come out. And no, looks like no. So maybe they're just waiting. Just give it five minutes, guys. Like, just... Uh, hey, guys. Hey, guys. Just... <laughs> anyway, so... I wanted it to get worse. Is... No one's on board with me on this, but, like... I think it's funnier when it's worse. Like, I'm done complaining. Don't complain it. I just don't give a shit. Like, I'm just going to play Warhammer with you lot. We're going to run events. And if something's broke when we do the coverage, we'll be like, hey, get ready for this. This is going to be really fun. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I'm scared for Night Edition Dark Reapers. Ambiguous pair. They're going to be super fun. What's, what about Scatterbikes in Night uh, Edition? I'm excited for Wraith Knights, actually. I'd like the Wraith Construct stuff to get. Uh, done because Wraith Knights are badass models. Like, they're just badass. They got great narrative as well. The dead soul, uh, the soul of their dead twin powers the vehicle. Are you crazy? So cool. Really dark. Super super dark. Um, but I'm really into it. So I think that'll be really fun. Um, Nurgle Matthew Lol agreed. Bring on the wild rules. We got this. Yeah. Uh, just dodge the match. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. The problem with you suckers out there. Anyone who complains about the Dark Eldar Codex, what you're not doing is you're just not dodging them in the matchup. That's the problem. You're getting paired into... What you need to do is just before you score your final couple of points in your match in 40k, like really run the clock out so you're right on the last turn and just ask all the Dark Eldar players how many points they scored and then just get yourself just exactly the right amount of points so that you don't play them and just do that. That's the plan. Uh, uh, not have ESP with secretaries. Tywin and I agree with you absolutely. Uh, yeah, bring back invisibility and D weapons. Let's go. Uh, what do you want? What do you want to do with liquefiers? What's the fix? Um, uh, just not have the dark technomancer ability affect liquefiers. Just by like excluding liquefiers. There you go. That's the fix. Um, uh, they're not colluding with the TOs to fix pairings hard enough. Thank you, Rob Kelly. That's another thing you can do. Get friendly with your local TO. Get friendly with the international TO. Message them all the time. Just say, hey, I'll share your stuff out. What's going on? Then, in the pairings process, if you get paired into Jukari, just be like, man, we're mates. Just like fucking sweat like everyone BCP, you know what I'm saying? 
fucking like get nepotistic on it. Like that's what the playtesters do. That's what like all of these guys do. They're, like the literal company send reps out. Like they have the head of their game design nepotistically get put in favorable positions with books he has advanced knowledge of and play with. And I ain't seen no one complaining about it. Like we need to be thinking we're strategy people. We play strategy games. We need to strategize more. That's what I want to see. Um, uh, you can use uh, it on liquefies, but your opponent gets to punch you in the face. <laughs> it's Chris. <laughs> I miss you, Chris. Like they do with ATVs and hot screens, which is also dumb. Gitly, love you. Agreed. In my local group, the Dark Elder says uh, all the hate is coming from Marine players as they're susceptible to what Dark Elder excel at, i.e. they aren't top of the pile anymore in matchups. Mandon, it's kind of true, apart from it's not true based on the uh, all of the stats that they beat everyone, not just Marines. It's just there are a lot of Marines is the issue. You know who, you know, it's who you know, not how good you are. Everyone knows that. Tabletop capitalism. Correct, Hawkeye. That's what we're here for. Of your opponent, uh, <laughs> I do not just write that game. It's <laughs> a good, another good strategy. Offer your opponent a reach around. Just be like, look, you got Jukari, you're obviously weird. Yeah? How about I take you in the tournament for five minutes, sort you out, you let me carry on with the tournament. Like, uh, but yeah, like it's uh, Mandolis. It's, uh, it's I think it's a poor argument, and uh, Born Again Man Child's got the correct answer to that. Uh, I'm fine if they uh, mess with Dark Techno. I just don't just look by itself. Uh, this is the first time in 24 years it's had a usable stat line. Like, like Colonel Cabbage. That being true, like the Liquifier having a usable stat line in 24 years doesn't mean it gets to affect every game for every other person in the world. Like, truthfully, give a fuck. Like. That's all like that's all like 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 what like if they destroy all mech guns, like, you know, fine. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> like, that's all they do. Uh, uh a round must be on the podium in order to advance in the tournament. Yeah, Frothy Cat, you got it. Uh does that often work, Stu Redacted? No one's ever taken me up on the reach round, but it's because I got rough hands, so none of this conversation matters when you're shit and only play versus shit people just got around. <laughs> Super true. Super true. Um, uh, me and John from Bobo are competing for a wooden spoon at the one day, by the way, Rob. Colaru, I got you. Like, I got you. You guys, are you guys, you coming to the one day? One day is going to be great. Logan Sammer is coming to the one day here at the TSN Arena, the singles 40k event. Zach, who runs the LGT. Uh, John and Johnny from Bobo. It's going to be fucking mint. It's going to be, uh... <laughs> yeah, so he, they're, they're all coming. So it's going to be a great, uh, Tom's the judge. It's fucking so real. Um, throw the first match uh, and clubs and baby seals. See, there's another strategy. Chris nailed it in the chat. Just go into your first match, throw the game, zero point it. If it's a six-game event, you're basically going to get five games that are a laugh. You're basically going to have three games that are easy-peasy. And then Sony like games in the Sunday evening where it will get tough. Like, whereas everyone else, like, you could just go in, like, super casual Saturday, but, like, shake hands, best mates, give them a cuddle, like, what's going on? Like, and maybe throw the first game, win four, five more games. Everyone thinks you're a legend. You're like, what's going on, man? Just pushing my dollies around. What's going? Yeah, okay, yeah, just do that. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, we have four points update and FAQ review in, like, three months, right? Because that always fixes things. Man dollies. Like, it doesn't matter. It's not fixed. It's never been fixed. So just enjoy it. Just enjoy the ride. Like, fucking let's go. <laughs> like, 
fucking scary. Who said fucking scary in the chat? That's so funny. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh dear, that's great. <laughs> I think it's really hard for the content creators who get involved with Games Workshop because then they get a target put on their back and that's unfair because really it's the company who deserve the the target not the the people but also why are you doing it to yourself like jesus man why would you put that target on yourself that is not the right place to be um that's a weird that's a weird hill to die on is what i'm gonna say that's a weird place to be uh are we gonna just blame scary now for this <laughs> no i'm not no not me i am in no way suggesting it's scary not me like none that's that reddit will not me though so uh uh rob uh literally makes uh we'll have a content for a living also rob why put a target on your back <laughs> see the thing is is i am with the mob i'm with you motherfuckers like i like you lot are at the bar front with pitchforks and signs yeah and there's like you know and we're all like bring down capitalism and i'm at the back just like yeah yeah i'm the guy at the back with the, the vlog and i'm like here i am uh like just hanging out so uh scary is a good lad we all agree with that much love we love him loads let's blame him anyway is what someone else said in the chat not me uh uh not claiming everything's great away out there with storm i'm with you shadow son let's do it uh, <laughs> Scary has a lot. Wait, hold on, hold on. Get ready to clip the scene. This Dark Eldar FAQ. Scary has got a lot to answer for for this. There you go. You just clip that, and then we can just put that out now. Easy peasy. Uh, if you want another one, very quickly. The guys from Tabletop Tactics, they apparently playtested this. How did they let this happen? And also, why didn't they push back on the FAQ? I'm livid. Clip. Yeah, it's easy. Let's just do that. Yeah. <laughs> Rob is the media reporter that gets kicked in by the riot cops. My favorite media reporter, if anyone wants something uh, farming content, easy. <laughs> just, <laughs> just give me some lines, guys. And then we'll just clip it. And it will just, it's just easy peasy, this is. Um, my favorite reporter, if anyone knows, uh, there's a guy called No Gas All Bra uh, Sorry. Uh, no Breaks All Gas. Oh, have I said that right? No, I don't know what his name is. No gas or brakes? Something like that. Um, dip it and ship it. Let's go. <laughs> Quickly to the Reddit. <laughs> anyway, uh, he makes amazing stuff. All gas, no brakes. Thank you, Magicorn. All gas, no brakes. Um, although, unfortunately, he had like a problem with his production company and a bunch of other stuff. So he now goes under the, the name Channel 5 News. Um, but you guys should check him out. If you want some like incredibly like on-the-point weird tv reporting like louis Theroux, but in the middle of a riot that's my that's my current favorite kind of like infield reporter he's insane um oh my god can we get rob onto cameo no why would we no one would pay uh, are you one of those people who gets paid to say stuff like carol baskins <laughs> i will work for money uh if anyone wants to donate private donations to me and they want me to make outrageous statements online sure let me know uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm so right okay 
Um, right, we've been hanging out for too long today. And I have to go. I need to do a shout out at the end of the show today here now uh, to the stats team. There is the stats uh, coordinator, loose, loose title, loose uh, responsibilities and loose effort. Uh, but thank you to him. Uh, so, Mr. Donald, you know, there's also the stats team. Uh, there's also the stats team. Big love to the stats team. So, uh, Tristan, Pete, Rob, Cabbage, Matt Mallow, James. It's probably some old people. Uh, but any of you guys. Uh, yeah, the junior executive vice president of stats uh, is <laughs> his name. But yeah, you're all great. Thanks very much. Um, uh, hey, Papa Peen. I hope you're really well. And thank you very much. Uh, it was a great talk. Uh, uh, but I hope you're well. Uh, intern Matt. <laughs> also him. Also him. Uh, but yeah, we've uh, Monday's show. Uh, should be really exciting because we've got like a whole bunch of stat data to look at. Like I know we looked at it on uh, Monday. There's also hopefully because we're planning on Sunday night having all the data filled in. We'll have the kind of global stats to look through with Owen, but we'll also have the event stats from the Brizhammer Unleashed Chaotic. Uh, I think that's this weekend as well. So that should all kind of pair up. So I need to thank those crew. They're great people. Uh, Charlie also uh, and Rob. Yeah, yeah, uh, you're all great people. Uh, so cool. All right, let's go raid someone, and then I've got to get on with doing that work. So let's. What do we do? Twitch. Twitch. Fucking scary man. What's he up to? <laughs> it's not his fault. It is not his fault. <laughs> oh dear. Um, right, let's go raid someone. Is what we should do. Uh, let's go. Who should we raid? Who should we raid today? Twitch chatters. Um, thanks for hanging out, by the way, guys. I fucking love hanging out with you guys. Super fun. Uh, so, And I really appreciate it. Uh, this lady. Let's do this. Crystal McDowell, who does some painting. She's painting mushrooms. And we're basically a destruction channel. So, um, uh, See you later, Gypsy Danger. Thanks, everyone, by the way, for hanging out today. You're all great. Um, Raid a Blood Bowl player. I promise I'll do that tomorrow, if that helps you. Uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Loads of love. Touch soon.